It's time for Thriller Thursdays, hosted by Rich Froelich. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. So, Agent Hawk, I understand you're meeting your new boss Monday. Yeah, a Jake Holiday. Anyone here familiar with him? We never work together, but I gather he's good people. Kate and I want to thank everyone who came today. This is a time to celebrate the return of our dad after five long years. Commander, we have monitored the Rage Cruiser and it has landed at their base facility. Best guess is that they have an alternate destination in mind. What? What are you, writing a book? Yeah, The Secret Life of Horace Hall. Not this again. What again? Another conspiracy theory. Vlad, Jocko here. We have suspicious movement near the Latumas prison. It appears that a small craft has landed at the prison. Lister! That would be my guess. That is a valid deduction. Movement detected at Rage Base. It appears they are preparing for ground undocking of an escape pod. Uh, that would be Wi-Fi. What in the world is that? It's a photo of Dad, taken in 1943. W- what? Explain it, Dad. I- I'm I'm sorry, Kelly, but I just can't. And now, episode 78, A New Order. What do you mean? You can't. It's a matter of national security. If I told you I was part of a secret experiment that sent me to a black hole event horizon where I stayed for one year and came out 50 years in the future, then you'd find out that your sister here is a time traveler who works for the Galactic Empire, and Barnes over there is really a bionic man who could turn on your microwave just by thinking about it. And Nelson over there is really an alien from an alternate Earth where women are in charge. All right, all right. There's no need to get so sarcastic telling me the same crazy, ridiculous story every time. Ridiculous? You're saying we don't need to be ridiculous. This coming from someone who just accused her father of being over 100 years old? I know it sounds crazy, but look at the picture. It's authentic and dated 1943. How could this be? Because it's a reproduction. It's a part of my World War II reenactment group. That's what Aunt Karen said, but it looks real to me. I didn't think I'd ever say this, but listen to Aunt Karen. Kate's right. Think about what you're saying. What's really bothering you? This picture is bothering me, and the fact that you've been gone for five years without word bothers me. Somebody had to know you were in a Turkish prison. You can't hide something like that. If I wasn't in that prison, then where was I? That's what I'm trying to find out. He was actually abducted by aliens and taken to the galactic prison for superheroes. You see, Daddy is actually the Batman. Stop being such a smart aleck. Stop being ridiculous. Both of you, stop. This is supposed to be a party, not an interrogation. Kelly, we'll discuss this later. It's been a wonderful party. Let's not spoil it by playing detective. Fine, but we will talk about this later. Funny how telling the absolute truth sounds ridiculous. You know she's not going to let go of this. Just stick to your reenactment story. I'll see if I can put together some things to collaborate your story, just in case she continues to dig into it. You know she will. Oh, man, I tell you what, Detective Fernandez got quite an appetite. 
He can definitely handle himself in the kitchen. Hey, what was uh, all that I saw going on between uh, you two and Kelly? She's convinced that Daddy is a time traveler. Oh, yeah, the, that old photo. I thought Karen told her it was from your reenactment days. That's what I told her, but she just won't let go. Ah, come on, Horace, be patient. You know how she is. <laughs> this time tomorrow, she'll be saying that I'm an android. <laughs> I've thought that for years. Hey, Kay, come on. You wouldn't say things like that about me. I'm a nice guy. In fact, that Karen was uh, asking me if I'm seeing anyone. Aunt Karen? That's right, Aunt Karen. Pull your claws back in, sis. Hey, not, not, not too loud. She might hear you. I wouldn't want her to come over here. Hey, horse, you know, uh, by the way, in the time you started settling down with someone? Uh, no. Well, I'm uh, going to go over here and say hi to Aunt Karen and get some food before Hernandez eats it all. Do you think we should warn him? Nah, it'll be good training for him. <laughs> for what? Escape and evasion? <laughs> he could probably use it right about now. So, Daddy, what's the story on this picture? This was before I went through that portal rip and ended up on the other side. I didn't realize the guy was a photographer for a magazine, so I never really thought much about it. After going through that portal and finding out we weren't alone, I had totally forgotten about it. How did you come to have it? When I started reenactments, I came across the magazine at a World War II fly-in. I was shocked to see the photo in there. I bought the magazine hoping there weren't too many in circulation. And the irony is that you brought it back here for Kelly to find. One of my few regrets in life. What? Kelly? <laughs> no, not your wonderful sister. Come on, let's mingle with our guests. Solar array shakes are now complete. All systems indicate nominal operations. Do you wish to conduct any further maintenance items? We will resume operational checks after the next sleep cycle. Affirmative. I am receiving an alert from Captain Jocko. What is the priority rating? Top priority. What is the subject matter? Troop activity detected at Rage Headquarters. I have instructions from the commander to wake him for any unusual activity. I deduce that this meets the criteria for unusual. Wake the commander. He sleeps too much anyway. Commander Sims. Ah, uh, yeah. What's up, George? As you have directed, I am waking you to alert you to unusual activity at Rage Headquarters. What do you have? Fourteen personnel have emerged from the cruiser and have gathered on the north side of the tarmac. Other personnel are working on the docking bay. It appears that they are offloading a troop transport. Can you tell me if it's armored? Analyzing. Scan from Telecom 1 indicates that troop transport is a battle-armored troop transport. Interesting. Now, why would they need a bat? I have insufficient information to answer that question. I'm uh, just thinking out loud, George. I'm on the way. Along with your intuitive capabilities, I would be interested in knowing how you accomplish thinking audibly. I think that this expression, Robo 4, Ah, Sims, I don't think your beauty sleep is working. Perhaps you should get some more rest. And maybe you better lay off the pierogies for a while. When we get back to gravity, you're going to have a hard time getting around. George, is there any indication on what type of armament the bat has? Only small caliber conventional weapons. It appears to be a light armored scout vehicle. Its capacity is 14 personnel. Which would account for the 14 on the north side. A logical conclusion, Commander. Stand by. Captain Jocko is sending a high-resolution surface image. Download complete. Image displayed on monitor 2. Ah, I see why Jocko wants us to look at this image. 
I see 13 helmets and one balding head. He does look a little out of a place, doesn't he? And what does your intuition say, Commander? You don't need intuition for this, George. Common sense tells me that we have 12 troops, one Wi-Fi, and Professor Lin. I believe they are going to regroup with Lister at Latuma's prison. You are making the assumption that they are going to the prison, and the assumption that Lister is there. It's the best logical conclusion, based upon the evidence. Very good, Commander. You are displaying some of my excellent characteristics. <laughs> uh, yes, stiff and boring, with little personality. Hey, don't mess with me. I know where you hide your extra food rations. Alright, George. Make sure Controller 3 is alerted to the new developments. Affirmative. Uh, could I have your attention, please? I just want to take this moment to thank each and every one of you for coming here today. And I want to thank my daughter Kelly and my sister-in-law Karen for this fantastic party. Thanks ladies, you did a fantastic job. You know, the last five years have been very challenging for me. I was trapped in a no man's land with each side denying my presence there. The one thing that kept me going was thinking of home and family and friends. I'm glad to put this whole ordeal behind me and move on. So, a toast. Here's to freedom, family and friends, and the good old USA. Now, everyone keep eating. I don't want to face a lot of leftovers. Goodness knows, <laughs> I certainly don't need it. That's all right. Hernandez here will take care of any leftovers. <laughs> hey, I saw you putting away a few crab cakes yourself. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not carrying around a big shopping bag. Don't worry. I'm not going to eat all of it. I promised Captain McCall I'd bring her some crabs. Well, let's hope they make it across the bridge. Ooh, that reminds me, I promised Pierman some crabs. I think I left you a couple. Yeah, thanks. That was real nice of you. Hey, Kelly. Got any crabs left? I promised Pierman I'd bring him a few. Sure. Can I use this beer flat? <laughs> That's the Eastern Shore carryout box, isn't it? I've heard a lot about this Pierman guy. I understand he and Dad were good friends when he worked on the force. Yeah, he used to bounce you and Kate on his knee way back in the day. Way back? Are you trying to suggest something? <laughs> yeah, that we ain't getting any younger. So, uh, how's it going with the legal aid job? It's okay, I guess. Just okay? I thought this was your dream job. You get to snoop into other people's business and get paid for it. Detective Barnes, I don't snoop. I research and help gather evidence, sometimes. Most of the times, it's just paperwork. Listen, you've known Dad a long time. How do you account for the fact that he's so... Healthy after being in a Turkish prison for five years. I thought those prisons were notorious for their harsh conditions. Uh, more research? Come on, you know what I mean. Look at him. He almost needs to go on a diet. That doesn't look like five years of hardship to me. It's like they said, Kelly. When the Turkish government went through that coup, the new regime didn't want anything to do with him. They couldn't afford political scandal right away, so what they did is they disavowed his presence and took him out of that Cat 4 prison and put him in a low-security facility, and then they just fatten him up, so to speak. Why would they do that? For the very reason you're doing this right now. If they got him looking fit and healthy, then just sprung him loose, they could easily deny that he was ever in prison. And what about our side? Why did we deny it? That ah, was political embarrassment. Now, here's a prominent Baltimore detective, disappears at a conference, 
and nobody knows what happened. He just disappeared. That reflects poorly on our intel force in Europe. And he was treated at Landstuhl because they knew the truth and wanted a good debrief. It's done. It's over. I'm sure your dad wants to move on. So I suggest you just let it go. Let it go? Let it go. Who do you think I am? Queen Elsa? I can't let it go until I'm satisfied that I know the truth. Are you at it again? I don't think she ever stopped. I'm just saying that Dad looks too healthy to have been in a Turkish prison for five years. That's because of the coup and the new government covering up his incarceration. Ah, save your breath, Kate. I've already gone over all of that. You're just going to have to let her do her thing. Well, while you're at it, don't forget that I'm a Time Lord and Barnes is the bionic man. Yeah, and Nelson's an alien. Now that one I believe. You two go ahead and make your jokes. We'll see who's right in the end. Well, that's all good and well, Miss Kelly. Now, how about the crabs? I knew my sister was going to be a pain, but even I underestimated her determination. The party went on for quite a while. Everyone left by 7, and I looked forward to relaxing the next day. I really enjoyed my time on Sunday with Dad and doing some fishing off the old pier, just like we used to when I was a kid. First thing Monday morning, I made my way to the director's office for my first meeting with him. Good morning. Agent Hawk to see Director Holliday. Good morning, Agent Hawk. Good to see you again. Let me tell him you're here. Yes? Director? Agent Hawk is here? Send her in. You can go right in. And don't worry, he doesn't bite. That's good to know. Agent Hawk, good to meet you. I'm Jake Holliday. Mr. Holliday. Please, have a seat. Thank you. Janet's told me a lot about you. Oh, really? I'm quite fortunate to have a supervisor that's, how should I say, on the same team. Well, I'm glad to say that we're all on the same team. I imagine it was a little tricky covering your IDF assignments with the previous director. It called for some creative thinking, that's for sure. But I was very fortunate to have Janet O'Neill as my supervisor. Yes, Janet is good people. I suppose you know that she was my supervisor a few years back. That's what I understand, sir. And you're wondering how I leapfrogged her. Not especially, Director. I've experienced several situations in my law enforcement career. I see. Well, I hope this doesn't hinder our relationship, Agent Hawk. I'm a professional, Director Holiday. Whatever happened, happened. I just move on and get the job done. Good. I'm sure you'll find that I'm quite capable of doing this job. And I'm quite sure you'll find that I'm capable of doing mine. Well, then. Now that we both know that we can do the job, let's go over some operational details. Supreme Controller. Lord Zokar, I am pleased to see that you have survived the explosion. And I, Master, am pleased to see you did the same. What of Prisoner 310? He died in the explosion that he set off. Routing me of the pleasure of killing him myself. They had all this planned. Hell... Did we not see this? He was fully cooperating. Our scientists found nothing out of order. And yet, they both managed to destroy our only base, but the satellites as well. From the information I gathered, they even coordinated the time. If I had not been in my bunker, I would have been killed as well. What of Lin? He is with me, Master. With you? He is not dead? 
He and my pilot escaped with me in my pod moments before the ship exploded. You should have let him die. Now I have the pleasure of sending him to crawl myself. It is my understanding that he is a valuable asset on Planet 310. Hawk went to great lengths to track him to us. I fully believe that if she was to find out that he is still alive and that we have him, she will come for him. So, you want to use him as bait? Yes, Master. Lynn is a good bargaining chip, but Kate Hawk would be even better. I find this most intriguing, Lord Zokar. I am pleased. Thank you, my master. But, if you fail this mission, Lord Zokar, you will be a permanent guest in the prison once again. I shall not fail you, Supreme Controller. Well, I see you survived the weekend, Agent Barnes. Yeah, yeah, tough assignment, all that food and cold brew. I can see why you skipped out. Believe me, I would have loved to have been there, but duty called. Yeah, I didn't think you had a big inventory. What's what's going on? We've been closely monitoring traffic from Boldabar. This morning, we received some crucial information. Nate tracked the raid ship back to Latumis. He was stopped at the Boldabar space station, where Captain Jocko and his scout team took up the pursuit. Could Nate or Jocko determine if Wi-Fi escaped? Not at first, no. They determined that a small group disembarked the cruiser and boarded a small bat and transported to Latumis prison. The prison? Why on Earth, or should I say, why on Latumas, would they go there? Because Captain Jocko detected a shuttlecraft at the prison. We believe it's Lister. And the bat was Wi-Fi. That is correct. After closely monitoring the bat, it was determined that there were 13 rage soldiers aboard and one civilian. Professor Lin. He was positively identified once the bat reached the prison. Well, this changes everything. What's our next move? I'm getting ready to notify the new director, Holiday. I, you know, I... I think Kate's with him right now, getting her first briefing. I'm hoping O'Neill will get that info and take it to both of them. So anything from IDF headquarters is what we're going to do? We? Come on, John. Lynn's one of us. Or me, at least. We were the ones investigating his disappearance. The Chinese are going to look for him, and they're going to look to us to find him. So we're the ones who need to bring him back. We're not talking about a house raid with a squad of SWAT officers. We're talking about the expanse of space, a hostile planet, and a well-organized alien force. Which we dealt with before. Receipt of the message has been acknowledged. The decision is out of my hands. I suggest you check in with Kate later. She'll know more than I do. I'll be sure to do that. Good morning, Miss O'Neill. Good morning. Is Director Holiday expecting you? No, but I have a priority message for him. He's in with Agent Hawk at the moment. He'll need to see this ASAP. Excuse me, Director, but Miss O'Neill is here with the priority message. Send her in, Jennifer. Go right on in, Miss O'Neill. Thank you, Jennifer. Janet, what do you have? IDF related from Pyramid. Good morning, Kate. Hey, Janet. What's up? The shuttle you and the others observed went through the 310 portal and docked with a Rage cruiser. The Mercury trailed it back to the Boulder Bar space station, where a bat took over. It appears it went to Rage headquarters on Latumis. I wonder if they wanted to continue working with Prisoner 310 on their Ray device. That's a definite no. 
We received an earlier report that the main facility at RAGE headquarters was destroyed at the same time you witnessed the satellite explode. We believe both scientists were working together all along to coordinate destroying both sites. Destroyed? How was it destroyed? Apparently by a massive explosion. One of our recon ships noted that a shuttle departed shortly thereafter. We're sure it was Lister and his personal pilot. As far as we could tell, 310 died in the explosion. The report also indicates that Wi-Fi was in the escape pod. He and a civilian were identified on the ground at their headquarters. Lynn. There's no doubt. Well, it makes sense that he'd take Lynn with him as a bargaining chip. For what purpose, though? Either some of the satellites weren't deployed, and their scientists think they can rebuild the ray generator, or he knows we want him back, because he has some value. Whatever the case is, we have an enemy of the Federation on the loose. He deliberately attacked a planet under our protection and must be brought to justice. We've been waiting a long time for him to cross the line enough to get the full approval of the Federation to authorize force. Up until now, it's just been sanctions and embargoes. So is there going to be a declaration of war? At most, we can expect approval to arrest him and Wi-Fi. All-out war will be resisted by the majority of the Federation. The wounds of war are still too fresh with many of our allies. The path has always been diplomacy, but the attempted attack on us will take it to the next level. What's our role in this going to be? Ours, Agent Hawk? Ours is to provide the task force to bring down Lister at Wi-Fi and bring back Professor Lin. Yours, on the other hand, is to head that task force. Me? You want me to bring them down and rescue Lin? Oh, not just you, Kate. You and Agent Barnes. Are you serious? You want me and a retired cop to save the universe? You gotta be kidding me. Will Kate and Jim take what seems to be a suicide mission and go after the leaders of Rage and save Professor Lin? Will Kelly uncover more secrets her father has been hiding? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Operation Hail Mary. Hey, Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, Dad, I got a computer, a PlayStation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored. <laughs> Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy, horror, satire, and lots of action. Wow, that sounds great, Dad. Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. <laughs> there is Daddy-O. Who are you? I'm Dr. Mary Von Rocksprocket, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour. And now there's... Twisted Pulp Magazine! <laughs> What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness! Available on all your digital devices! That is what it is! Look! Whoa! Dad, this looks awesome! Exciting and, dare I say it, very unwholesome! You definitely have that right, my good man! <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Mary! My pleasure, Billy! And just between you and me, I am not sure that this man is really your father. Bye! Dad? Uh, just read your Twisted Pulp magazine, Billy. Twisted Pulp magazine! Available in dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere! Or at digitalvaudeville.com! That is D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com!